You are listening to The Other Couch Podcast. Welcome. I'm Stephanie. I'm a licensed creative arts therapist and a mental health counselor. I live with my husband, our daughter, and our two cats in New York City. And in any free time that I can find, I love to paint and make art. And I'm Jessica. I'm a licensed social worker living in New York City with my fiance. I'm an animal lover, a newly trained yoga instructor, and a bit of a musical theater nerd. We believe that therapy at its core is about a genuine connection between two human beings. We wanna reinforce the idea that therapists are real people, create a space for mental health professionals to share their stories, their pain, their triumphs, and their sense of humor, and to break down the stigma surrounding therapy. We are far from the traditional blank slate that therapists of yesteryears pretended to be. And we need support and community now more than ever. Let's hear two clinicians talk about life as therapists with other therapists and those who wonder what's happening on the other side of the couch. Session one. Jessica, why are we doing this? (laughs) That's a great question, Stephanie. Thank you for asking. So um, I think we're both podcast lovers, first of all, and we listen to them. And I feel like we both realized that there was maybe a space and a perspective that was missing. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a lot of, you know, podcasts with therapists out there that are amazing. Um, And a lot of them are therapists to client where they're giving information, right. And kind of like providing psychoeducation, which is a therapy. Or like business advice. Exactly. And there's also therapist podcasts for therapists that are more like kind of um, continuing education almost like how to refine your skills to work with your clients. But I think both of us as humans in this past year with everything going on, realize that like, what about the therapist? Like, what about our mental health and our perspective? And I think that there's conversations that need to be had about around that, getting to know kind of who's behind this curtain or like this facade that the therapists have is like put on a pedestal sometimes. I don't know. That's, that's my thoughts on it at least. Absolutely. And I think um, you're right. I absolutely love podcasts. I've listened to, I don't know, probably thousands of them. Mm -hmm. And many of them are either how to improve our work or like continuing ed, like you said, or, or the business side of things. Um, And I think sometimes you'll, you'll stumble across a episode that talks about self-care or burnout, but also I love that podcasts can really inspire our work. Like I can go on a walk and and pop on a podcast and all of a sudden have some new ideas for sessions or a new approach for something. Right. So I think we can include that. And then I also have to say, I was really inspired by your articles that you wrote online <laughs> about like your view as a therapist of the work that the clients are doing and, and not so much like our work and like right. dissecting that, but the work that they're doing and then also sharing from your experience of dealing with anxiety, for example. Right. Um, that's something we're all brought to this work for a reason. So I think it might also be great to hear some therapists come on and talk about what brought them to, to this work. Um, yeah. 
I feel like that's the amazing thing about our job is like, first of all, the more you learn as a therapist, it like just naturally helps you, right? Like you become a better person through the work and like through the things that you're learning about. And also you're here because something in your life drew you here, right? Most of the therapists, I would even say all of the therapists that I know got into this profession because they struggled themselves or they had somebody who really helped them in a time that they needed, or they wanted to be part of kind of making the world better. So we kind of talk around that, but we don't really talk about that, like how our own experiences shape us and change us as a therapist. So like that article that I wrote was kind of like, I'm not ashamed of the fact that I struggle with an anxiety disorder, right? Like, I think that that makes me a better therapist. And I think if I use that as a tool, then I enhance my work. It doesn't take away from my work, right? Absolutely. And it's so funny because we show up and we say, this is a safe space, like there's stigma in the world, but we're here for you. But then the stigma side of therapists and the therapist mental health that, that we show up as some perfect example of how to handle things or right. we have all the tools. So we should know what to do all the time. Right. Um, and I think part of that actually increases the stigma. Like if you are afraid to talk about your own experiences, why does that make you less than right? Like does society view you as inadequate in some way? Like we're trying to say that like people are better for their struggles. So that means that we have to be transparent about ours as well. Mm-hmm. Obviously that doesn't mean we sit down in, in session with a client and just say like, oh my God, you know what happened to me this week? But it means that like, we kind of are more honest and transparent and get the help that we need so that we can show up for our clients, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that the more real we are, it creates a, a genuine connection, which is what we really are looking for. Absolutely. And I think as we create this podcast, I wonder the role or the, you know, how the pandemic will play into all of this, because this really is a time where we're a part of it too. And we're holding the space for our clients while also living through this same insane time of life with them. So we're trying to hold it together. Like, in, on all fronts. Um. Right. Try, trying our best. I don't know. <laughs> but like, yeah, it's true. Like, I can't think of another time in history where like, we were like, actively going through the same collective trauma as our clients, right? Like having to help people process something that we ourselves are dealing with globally and systemically like that. This is uncharted territory. Like we need to talk about that, that like, you know, when my client is afraid for their loved ones and having their life change and overnight, I'm like, yeah, me too. Right. And like that totally changes the dynamic between us. Absolutely. What do you hope for people to like take away from this podcast? I was thinking about that earlier today. So (laughs) a, a part that's important to me, maybe as an artist and, and a therapist is feeling inspired to continue to do this work and also feeling connected Mm. to bring the pandemic back in. Like we've all gone home and, you know, working in a group practice, there's always other therapists there to like sit down on their couch um, in their rooms and to just check in, in between sessions, if it's really heavy session. And now, you know, I go from my session to my home and it's all one, one blurry place and it's a disconnect with therapists. So 
I'd like to feel more of that connection. Maybe someone listening will feel will feel validated or heard or connected to the stories that we share and we listen to. And yeah, I'm thinking more like inspiration and connection on yeah. my end of things. I mean, like you? we work together. So like that would be us, right? Like just mm-hmm. pull somebody in and be like, oh my God, I just have this really hard time or I'm having a really hard day. And like you lose that, like you lose that community. So I feel like the best podcasts are the ones where you just feel like you're like sitting around having like a really deep conversation with like friends. And that's what I kind of want people to feel like they see themselves in us and in our guests that like, you're speaking to me. Like I had an experience today. I was listening to a podcast and I was like, is she talking to me? Like, that's what I want people to feel like that they are connecting to us and there's they're part of the conversation. And like, it, it helps you feel less alone, which is, I think what we are always trying to give our clients, right. That like collective experience. Yeah. Like feel like we are touching on things that maybe aren't talked about always right in this space. And like, you feel comfortable, like being your authentic self and maybe not the like therapist persona that you're kind of, that's put on you by these depictions of how a therapist is supposed to be. I think also like a takeaway. I love listening to a podcast and then telling everybody about it. Like, do you know what I just listened to? And I heard this on a podcast today. And then it just like gets, it gets things going in in my thoughts. And, and Mm -hmm. I find I bring it into my daily life. So, um, you know, speaking to other therapists, what their work is like, what their views are, I'm sure that's going to help us all um, as a therapist community and then in the work that we're doing and, and the clients that we're seeing. Right. And I feel like this podcast can also be helpful for the person who's just like fascinated by the process. Like therapy mm-hmm. is having a little bit of like, I don't even want to say a renaissance. Like it's like coming into fashion in a way, you know, like we're having a moment and I want to like <laughs> seize that almost. And like, there is so much interest. There's so many interesting things for us to talk about. And like, we absolutely love our jobs. I feel like mm-hmm. we, it will come across naturally. You guys will learn that we really love what we do. So we just want to like kind of shout it from the rooftops and like, we have a lot to say about it. And I know that before I became a therapist, I was always interested in the process. Like I always wanted like an inside look. Mm-hmm. I remember sitting in high school and like looking at my therapist and be like, what is she thinking right now? Mm-hmm. Like, what does she think about me? What does she think about the process? What's her life like? So this kind of like pulls back that curtain a little bit. And I think makes it less scary because you don't see it as this like unknown venture. If you are considering therapy, you're like, oh, these are real people that do this and like want to help me and actually care about me and, and want my life to be better. Right. So I feel like there is room for, for that person too. So don't feel like if you're not a licensed clinician that you can't take something away from this too. Speaking of therapists, when we were in high school, um, I remember uh, that's when I started therapy and I remember going home and telling my parents, I think they were asking how, how it was going. And I said, I go there and she just sits there and she just looks at me and she doesn't say anything and I don't know what to do. And I remember my dad saying, I don't think my dad had any idea of what therapy was or what you're supposed to do. But he, I remember him saying, maybe she's waiting for you to say something. I'm like, what? <laughs> Why? Like, I think I thought she was supposed to ask me questions or, or tell me what to do or something. And we spent the per, like five to maybe 10 awkward minutes in the beginning staring at each other. 
I had no idea what to do. Right. So maybe if um, someone is listening who is thinking about starting therapy or is in therapy themselves and they just don't even know what, what they're supposed to be doing or what their therapists are doing, yeah, will help a bit. Right. Like people kind of even don't know where to start the process. Like, what do I ask them? Like, how do I know if they're a good fit? Right. Like, I feel like there should also be a space for questions too. Like if anybody has a question, we could do like a question corner or something of like things I've always wondered about therapists or uh, like, I've always wanted to ask my therapist. So I'm going to ask this random person on the internet. Like that's fine too. Uh, Cause yeah, I feel like I felt the same way. And like, there's so many acronyms, CBT, DBT, like ABCDEFG, like what do all these things mean? And like, we also have similar approaches, you and I, but I also think we are obviously we come from different orientations and we have like different skill sets. So I feel like I'm interested to hear more, like, I want to pick your brain, like, like how you feel about things. Um, and I know that I have other, we, I've been talking about like guests that we want to bring on that maybe see things differently than us and like kind of get their perspective too. I don't know if it's the training or experience or whatnot, but at least with art therapy, there's just certain things you can't not see anymore. Mm -hmm. And it's just how my brain works. It's like how I problem solve, how I see the world, how I understand people based on just, I guess, certain things, uh, my lens in, in that room. So especially if someone's making art, I can immediately see like, what are their coping skills? What is, what are their relation to their home life? Like what is their sense of self and their self-esteem? Like what are their perceived stressors in their environment? And, but then at the same time, there's like all this evidence-based modalities that, that are like, you know, either being not, I want to say being pushed, but they, they can I'll be very popular. What did you say? I said, I'll say being pushed. Yeah. Okay. They're being, they're being shoved, shoved in our throats. Um, and my brain just doesn't work that way at all. I'm like, yeah. oh, in my head, I think it's like, oh, stop being sad. Okay. Like you just choose if you, if you could choose to stop being sad, then you just would. I, I just don't get it. Right. But I know that's I'm that's very ignorant. I'm like I'm just missing something. I'd love to talk to someone who is an expert in CBT or DBT and like get an inside look into that. I love hearing you talk about art. It is so fascinating to me. Like like Stephanie would always be the person that we would like in the office bring like our drawings that any of our clients made and be like, what does this mean? And like, I mean, there's so much there. And like I'm an art appreciator. I am, you know someone with like a little bit of like a musical theater background and I sing and I know like what that does for me, but I don't have any expertise in that like professionally. So I definitely want to know all there is to know about like the, the mechanisms behind art-based therapy is definitely, I think we're going to be honest too, about like our thoughts and feelings about the mental health field, right? And like everyone is entitled to feel differently, but you and I are kind of aligned on some of our thoughts about things that are, yeah, pushed really isn't the right word, but things that are just like, like overwhelmingly accepted as like the one way. Mm -hmm. Well, I think that you and I have more of like a nuanced view of like, yes, but humans are more complicated, right? Than like a 10 week manual can create. Mm -hmm. Um, And our, our styles might differ from that, but I also have people in my life that really do amazing work coming from a totally different lens. And I feel like I want to learn about that too. 
Yeah, I'm just interested. I'm just like interested in all, like talk to me about it all. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I I wonder like what other fields I'm thinking medical because there's always new things and maybe technology. There's always new things, but absolutely as a therapist, it's like the learning never ends. You don't, you don't just learn one thing and do that one thing every day um, forever. and, And that's just like your one you know, the one thing, you know, inside and out that it just is always that way. Like we were working with human beings and they're so individualistic and, right. you know, even on a day to day that even our sessions are a snapshot of the moment. So there's always things that are changing and there's so many more things to learn. Um, right. And a snapshot of us too. Like, I think that like my style, even, you know, it's not like I've been practicing. I'm like 34 years ago, but like my style has changed depending on like the phases of my life, right? Like now that I'm learning more about trauma and I'm learning more about yoga and mind body connection and mindfulness, like that comes into our conversations. And like that, I mean, all my clients know I'm in yoga training right now. And they're like, what'd you learn this week? And I'm like doing breathing spaces and things that like, I'm bringing that in because I'm learning from my experiences and the things that I think make sense for them. Like my radar is always on like, Oh, I should tell that to so-and-so right. Like that, like my clients are always on my mind. So the more that I learn, I always kind of push that into my work with my clients. It just, you can't turn it off. It's just constant. And I find myself more and more even saying that, like I thought of you this week and I, and I thought Mm -hmm. of this app or this article or just, you know, this thing came my way and, you know, and, and I thought of you with this. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think that's important for our clients to hear too, that, that, that we don't just show up as our job to talk to them for that 45 minutes that we're really invested in their lives and their well-being and their growth and healing and and we'll do whatever we can to really like give them all we can. I feel like these are all the things that we want to cover here is like kind of how do you how do you kind of exist as a relational therapist which is like what we are right that like this is all about the connection that we have because studies show continuously that the number one predictive factor of if therapy is going to work is the therapeutic alliance, right? So like, that's what matters, um, which is different from what we learned in the past. So how do you exist in this world and have boundaries for yourself and take care of yourself so that you set yourself up for a sustainable life and a a 40 plus year career, you know, God willing, and how do you feel confident doing all this? If you, if there's so much to know, how do you not walk around with like that imposter syndrome of like, I have no idea what I'm doing. And everyone is so much better than me, which is also something that I feel all the time. Like mm-hmm. I'm not a good enough therapist or kind of all these like self judgments come up so many conversations for us to have. And I think that that's the kind of things that we want to be talking about here. Absolutely. I, I'm really excited. So <laughs> I think we like really just kind of brainstormed, we collected our thoughts, we put out there what our vision is for this podcast. And I hope that we keep it fun and light and like therapy can, you know, the visual people get or like that leather couch, the the man with the pipe, uh, like a Freudian kind of thing or or even someone who knows it all and you're going there like to get all these like answers that someone else holds. 
yeah, we're not your grandparents' therapists, <laughs> you know, like, and, and that's also to say that we don't have all the answers and we're not pretending to, right? Like we are coming from our experience, our perspective. We're okay with making mistakes and getting things wrong. We're open to feedback, you know, like I, but I'm excited to take the leap and, and get started and figure it out from there. <laughs> Yep. All right. So I think that we'll end here for today and we will be back with maybe some smaller episodes, just me and Jessica chatting or just us popping on with some thoughts that we have. And we are going to be gathering great guests to hear their stories and um, start to get this thing rolling. Just as a reminder, this podcast is meant to be informational and entertaining. The material is intended as general information only and is not considered to be representative of professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. We take confidentiality very seriously here, so all information pertaining to clients has been condensed, modified, or combined to protect our clients. Thank you so much for listening to our first podcast and we look forward to having you join us next time. Take care.